0: All right everybody, welcome back. My name is Todd, the PIO guy, and today we're going to delve into empathy as a public information officer. Empathy is so vital as a public information officer. You're on camera, you're being interviewed at the scene of a of a crisis, whether it's a a fire, whether it's a disaster, a, A act of terrorism, but there certainly has been a loss of either life or a financial impact to the victims. And empathy is something that we all need to try and do our best to convey, but we need to be aware that if we do not convey empathy the proper way, we can certainly... Have it backfire on us and um, can actually appear that we're insensitive or that we're making light of or making a joke of the situation. And I think that's very important for everyone to understand that we really want to ensure that as a public information officer, we are being professional, professional at all times. So let's start off with the definition of empathy. Empathy is the ability to emotionally understand what other people see, what other people feel, and understand it from their point of view. That's probably the most important part. You know, we're understanding it from the view of the victim or the view from the individual who has lost something because of this incident that has occurred. You need to imagine yourself in their shoes. You know, think about the loss of a family member or on a disaster scene after a tornado and you're, you're interviewing or the news media is interviewing you talking about the destruction in the community or the loss of life that life and that property is 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 vital it's important to someone Someone has lost a family member whether it's their child, their loved one, their friend they've lost their their home their their uh, uh, belongings things that financially, can be replaced if they have the means to, but there's also things that they may have lost that can never be replaced. Photographs, for example, huge, huge loss during a fire. And I know here in in 2023, there's been over the last several years, I know at my fire department, at least, there's been a very big push on salvage and and during the overhaul process, trying to save personal effects that belong to the occupants. Taking those extra steps to place tarps over pictures and over furniture and, and just trying to minimize the loss as much as possible. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about empathy. And I've got some key points that I, wanna, I want to uh, point out that I want to bring up during this. Um, today is kind of the inaugural running also. I'm, I'm doing video and I'm gonna post this to YouTube and and to my uh, podcast on thePioguy.com. I gotta plug my website there. But um, this is uh, yeah, this is a new, new exciting day for me. So first thing with empathy is prepare, stay informed, stay up to date on the situation. Know before you get on camera or before you're being interviewed the latest and most up-to-date information. From the incident command. Number two, express genuine concern. You know we are all humans. I, I have seen the the interview of of uh, traumatic situations and and mass loss of life, and the chief or the the public spokesperson stands there on the camera in their beautifully pressed uniform with their stars and and they've got their entourage behind them, and the, the speaker stands there and says, today we lost many lives. It was a tragedy at today's events. That sounds so script that it doesn't sound like it's from the heart. Public information officers, and there's going to be people out there in crisis communications that will disagree with me on this. There's times that And it has happened to me as well, where you're fighting back the tears. I think many years ago to a shooting that we had in the town of Pendleton, and I I think I've spoke about it before on other podcasts, Chief Farr, uh, Pendleton uh, Police Chief, Chief asked me to handle the media and take care of that as public information officer. I was with emergency management at the time. So I handled the the public uh, media briefings. We did them every hour on the hour to give updates. And my intent was I wanted to keep the media at the media staging area. If I didn't give, if I, if I had spread those press releases and those public, um, announcements and updates out more than every hour on the hour, they would have ventured out into the community. The media would have. I wanted to keep them right there. So what that did for me was at the end of the incident, I went to the chief and I said, chief, this incident's over. You need to go before your people. You need to go before the cameras and be interviewed so that the town of Pendleton sees you. You are the the, the spokesperson that the town relies upon. And I will never forget, I was standing just off to the side of the chief. I had arranged the the press conference. I had prepped him for everything that I thought the media was going to ask him for. And the one thing I didn't prep him for was the personal uh, emotion that he was going to feel when he was talking about what happened in his community. And 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 I have to. I, I can describe this chief as he is a a huge guy. I mean, he is big, muscular. I don't know, Chief Far is probably six foot three. I don't know, weighs two eighty maybe, but it's all muscle. And, and I know this guy is this this teddy bear, but but he's big. He's huge. His arms are the size of my thighs. And when they started interviewing him about. The officers that had been shot and they were in the, the canine dog that had to be shot and put down. I remember him holding back the tears. And I was standing off to the side during that interview as a PIO, rushing through my mind, playing out Do I need to step in? Do I need to step in? Do, do I want the public to see this big gold badged police chief? Starting to cry. And he was doing wonderful. I mean, he was answering their questions, and he he would take a moment to pause and get his thoughts about himself. But you could just tell the, the tears were right on the verge. And I made the decision not to. I decided to let him keep going. And, and that that empathy that he had and the passion that he had came across so beautifully because it was real, it was honest. Those were his men that had been shot and wounded. Those were his citizens of his community that had been wounded and killed as well. And so we have to we have to be able to do that. And I I, I say it time and time again, and I say it to to kids, I say it to young people when I'm talking to them, not even in public service, but it's okay to cry. It's okay to, you know, that's, that's the body's emotion. I'm a very emotional person. You know, there's certain thoughts that, that I can go back to in my mind and it causes me to get emotional. The next tip is active listening. Listen to the interviewer's question and what their concerns are. Show sympathy through your body language while you're listening. Okay. It, it doesn't do any good and you're going to lose your audience. And I'm going to try here to step back and see. You know, if you're doing your interview and you're doing this number, you know, and you got your arms folded, you know, you've got this look of disgust on your face, and you're 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 looking, you know, you're you're constantly looking at your watch, you've got your phone out that's not actively listening. Be here now, as the saying is. When you're being interviewed, be here now for that interview. That phone can be put on mute. That is your priority at that moment so that you can have the right body language, so that you can express that empathy while the camera is on you. Highlight the support and the resources that are available to people. There are so many active resources that are out there today, whether it's financial, whether it's emotional, whether it's psycho- psychological support, support for the victims, support for your peers, for your fellow firefighters, police officers, corrections officers. When you're, have, when you're showing empathy and you're talking about empathy, be sure to share the resources. The media may not put that in your words of your interview, but those are things that the media can put on the screen back here over your shoulder during an interview. Actually, I guess it'd be more like put it over here in this, in this setup. They could show the, the contact phone numbers for crisis support and other, other support like that. Show unity and solidarity. If you're standing there with other public safety or even uh, private uh, commercial responders behind you, or you're all doing different public releases and public information through the joint information system, be sure to show support for each other. During the crisis and immediately after the crisis is never I will say it again, is never the time to publicly go against another elected official, appointed official, chief, department, agency, company. That is not the time. I don't ever want to see a public information officer publicly going against another agency during a response, hold the emotion, hold the frustration, the anger, the the discontent, hold those things until the incident is over. After action meetings are the times to discuss and battle out those issues. Not on the camera in front of your constituents is not the time. Humanize the response. This is the last bullet item that I have for this, but humanize the response. If you have police officers and firefighters that live in the community that have been impacted, it's okay to tell the public that. It shows the public that even the first responders are impacted by this incident. Think about Hurricane Katrina when it devastated new orleans those police officers lived in that community and they were still reporting for work yes there were some that abandoned their job i don't care whether you were at new orleans whether you're in anderson indiana whether you're in topeka kansas general motors burger king toyota when crisis happens there's going to be select individuals that abandon their job but i'll tell you what of your team is going to be standing there fighting to make your community and your company better. If you are a leader and you can show the proper empathy, respect and professionalism before, during and after a crisis. It is our job as spokespersons to get the right information to the right people at the right time so they can make the right decision. And newsflash, I got something for you here. To the right people, that includes your employees. Crisis communications is not just getting information out to the public. It's getting information to your people as well. That is our job. It doesn't do any good to have empathy and to get information to the public if the people, the men and the women that work beside you, behind you, with you, do not have that information. Always remember that. Empathy is critical. Empathy used in the right way can gain you support, can gain you honesty, and can gain a better outcome for that incident. For more information about public information and crisis communications, please check out my website, thepioguy.com. Have a great day.